and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and reformed archaeologist Amalia Hart is unpacking mysterious monotremes with yours truly, applied mathematician, fluid mechanist and non-egg-laying mammal Dr. Sophie Calabretto. So today we're talking about the origin story of Australia's mysterious monotremes with Amalia Hart. But Amalia, before we go, before we deep dive into this story, can you tell everyone playing at home what exactly is a monotreme? So monotremes are the world's only living egg-laying mammals and there's only two types of monotremes left, the echidna and the platypus. And within the echidna there's a few different ty- different species. But here in Australia we've basically got the monopoly on monotremes and they're these iconic sort of weird creatures, right? I mean platypuses are so weird, in fact, that when the colonial British first arrived in Australia and brought a specimen back to England, British scientists thought it was a hoax. Oh, I didn't and they, know that. <laughs> yeah, they thought they'd literally taken like a bill from a bird and you know taken all these animals and stitched them together (sighs) to create this kind of whimsical creature but it but it was real yeah Um, but but what's really interesting and something I didn't know is as it turns out these creatures are actually just the last survivors of a pretty epic order of animals that once roamed the southern continents over the last sort of 150 million years or so Oh, wow. I had no idea about that either. So, I mean, I presume that we're talking about monotremes because something has happened in the news recently. What have we learnt about monotremes of late? Yep. So a team of researchers at the Australian Museum basically set about trying to unravel their evolutionary history. Mm -hmm. They examined every significant monotreme fossil that we know of, and they found some quite interesting things. One of them is that the oldest known monotreme, which is called Tynolophus trusleri, not sure if I've said that, (laughs) Look, it sounds great slightly. to me, so I'm going to say that's exactly how you meant to say it. <laughs> but they lived 130 million years ago in southeastern Australia, back when that part of Australia was actually really close to the South Pole. Oh, okay. This is after after the breakup of Gondwana, but before the Australian continent sort of pushed up northwards. And so the earliest known monotremes lived in this really chilly polar forest where there'd be darkness for several months of the year. Oh, wow. And you can actually Google Tynolophus, Tynophilus, Snophilophagus, whatever it's called. (laughs) Snophilophagus, the monotreme. (laughs) And take a look at it. And it almost looks like a cross between like a rat and an otter. Um, And according to the researchers, it was this tiny little creature. It had the body mass of sort of about 40 grams, which is basically the weight of a slice of bread. Oh, like a tiny little monotreme. How cute. Yeah, little little bobby monotreme. But (laughs) one of the coolest things they kind of have surmised about this creature is that because it lived in this part of Australia at this time when it was dark, sometimes for months on end, Mm. they think that they had this kind of electrosensitive mechanism to detect and feed on insects. So some kind of extra sense that we don't have that allowed it to detect the electrical signals that occur naturally in the bodies of the insects in the soil. Is that sort of like, and I'm I'm going to conjecture very aggressively right now, you know how sharks have the ampullae of Lorenzini, which are those things that go through their nose and essentially they can pick up on the electrical current that's like caused by fish and stuff and that's how they find them? Kind of the same, obviously I'm saying kind of the same thing when I'm referring to something that we've not talked about at all, but that sounds <laughs> like that sounds like a familiar thing to me. Yeah, I didn't actually know that about sharks, but it sounds like the same kind of thing. Yeah. 
it's one of those, you know, those skills that biohackers might be able to put into themselves at some point in the future, oh. but we just have, we just don't have it. So who knows what that feels like? I've got no you idea. Know? But yeah, it's really interesting. And these little fossilized monotremes are not found anywhere else except this southeastern corner of Australia. So they think they were this highly specialized little group of creatures. That's really cool. And so you say that they charted the whole evolution of monotremes. Did they find anything else? Yeah, the other really cool thing that they found, in my opinion, is that they actually identified a new species of extinct monotreme, which was a giant echidna called <laughs> Murray Glossus from Western Australia. And it was the largest egg-laying mammal that ever lived. Whoa. Yeah, there's this really funky sort of drawing in the paper of what they think it looked like. And it's this big, chunky echidna standing up <laughs> on its hind legs to suck some honey out of a bee's hive Aww. with this long sort of tubular snout. He sounds like a great guy. <laughs> yeah, just really cute, cute guy. And these echidnas would have weighed about 30 kilograms. So they'd have been about the size of a wombat, which okay. isn't, you know, when I first saw it, I was thinking it would have been like the size of a Volkswagen be- beetle. It's yeah, not, that's right. It's not that big, but, you know, but they're... They're big. Significantly bigger than our bread-sized <laughs> monotreme. Significantly bigger. Another quite interesting finding was that echidnas likely evolved in Papua New Guinea oh. because they're absent from the Australian fossil record until about 2 million years ago, even though genetically we know they evolved from a platypus kind of ancestor tens of millions of years before that. So they think that they might have evolved in PNG and then migrated to Australia during the last ice age when sea levels were a bit lower. Right. So it's just been really fascinating, this little glimpse into the kind of weird and wonderful history of monotremes that I knew nothing about. Yeah, I really love this. And okay, so this is very cute and I love a cute story and I sort of want to pet giant echidna now, but does this actually tell us about, is this just cute or does it tell us about modern monotremes or has it changed our understanding in any way or is it just adorable? Not exactly, except I think that it kind of foregrounds the fact that platypuses and echidnas are like the last remaining strongholds of this ancient and very varied order of animals. And they're also both under threat with their populations declining because of habitat loss. I think both platypuses and echidnas are endangered in certain states. Right. So the authors just really wanted to reaffirm the importance that this these are really, you know, it's an ancient order of, of animals. They're they're the conservation value is high, they're, they're rare, they're unusual, and it's important we look after them because once they're gone, we don't get them back. Yeah, and I feel like we haven't learned our lesson about that yet as a people. Once <laughs> the things are gone, they don't come back. So we should try our best to conserve them. Is that a hark back to thylacines? <laughs> a little bit, and just almost everything. Like I think we just yeah. destroy everything. Anyway, thank you so much, Amalia. I really liked this. This was really cute. And now I'm just going to go and Google pictures of this like honey-eating 30-kilo yeah. echidna. And a happy story. To- yes, such a happy story. <laughs> we like a happy story on Cosmos Science Daily. And thank you for listening to our happy story. Make sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. Thank you.